Friday, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Ideally Though. Ideally Though. I'm your host, Erica, and with me is my hubby, my bestie, my butter bitch squad. Yeah. What's up? Happy, uh, I guess, Black History Month. Yeah, happy Black History Month. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's some people on the internet, though. They'd be like, <laughs> I don't understand why you guys get a month. We only had a week. We only had it in spirit. <laughs> in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to keep saying we got the shortest month, so y'all can shut the hell up. That's true. That's true. And the only time we get an extra day in it is if it's a leap year. So it's, it's like. Yeah. Is yeah, it a leap year? Yeah. Like it's the 29th, right? 20, yeah, something like that. Days? Yeah, it'll be like a leap year or something. They, they, they fucked us out of a pretty decent month, to be honest. <laughs> I'm excited that it's February. We have our anniversary this month. We do. We do. Um, um, it's a release month for me in particular. Feel like you're gonna slow down work-wise a little bit. Uh, yes, I'm majorly looking forward to the, the, especially with that little short vacation I got coming up. So okay, yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, as you said, our anniversary, it's Valentine's Day for all the lovers are out there. It's gonna be coming up. You lovers know. and all the scorn people who and hate. all the single people out there who are lonely. Were you one of those people <laughs> who was like, oh, I hate Valentine's Day. It's so stupid. It's a uh, commercial holiday. Uh, no, but I, I just didn't care too much about it just because it was it, it was just it feels like it felt like a day. It didn't have a, any significance honestly until like anniversary. Well, question though, like did you have girlfriends during Valentine's Day cuz I feel like when people don't, they're like, oh, "I don't care, it's just another day." Yeah, they I did and I I bought gifts, but even then I was just like it's for the women in general. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like everybody knows that, right? And yeah. then like so I was just like, here you go. But it is just it, – it is, and well, rather it was a, just another day. And now it does mean ten times more to me now. Now I'm trying to plan shit and, you know, be expensive and lavish and all that other bullshit. I've always <laughs> loved Valentine's Day. I didn't always, like, have a boyfriend. You know, middle school, high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or most of high school. <clears throat> I didn't have a boyfriend, but I loved it because me and my friends, we would, like, give each other stuff. Oh. And um, okay. if we wasn't hating or being, like, a, a party pooper about Valentine's uh, Day, we loved Valentine's did, did, Day. Do I qualify as a party pooper for I this? don't know. You get those scorn people like, oh, I don't even care. I don't care. <laughs> That's because you ain't never been in love. <laughs> <laughs> Or in I, like with somebody. Nobody liked your ass. Extreme like, yeah. I like the chocolates. I'm a big, like, I'm like traditional. Like, give me some chocolate. I yeah. can take some edible arrangements. <laughs> give me a cute little bear. Yeah. Like, that's kind of You are like relatively simple. simple and classic, which is which is cool. So when I do do the bigger things, it's a little more of a, like, a awe-inspired yeah. thing to it. But, yeah, you... you I, I do like that, that portion of it. The giving, I am more of like a provider mindset, so the giving portion has always been a thing for me for, for Valentine's Day, but receiving, I've never received real things up until you, so. 
I think men should get things too. Or if you're in a traditional relationship, I think you should give your man something. Yeah. Some cologne, a watch. It would be nice. We yeah. don't we don't really get much uh, usually. <laughs> <laughs> I know I do think it is for the ladies. Yeah. Um so I, I'm always expecting something cute like Oh yeah. And you will be getting something yeah, cute. Yeah, you know. This year. So, you will be getting something cute this year for sure. I'm probably gonna have to look and see worst Valentine's Day things already. Ooh, that that'd would be, be fun. So Let's funny. do that. Y'all wanna see that? Like see or talk about yeah. worst Valentine's Days. Yeah, that'd be good. I don't know. That's good. All right, so you know, the internet's been blowing up with a lot of stuff. And it's only <laughs> the, the second. <laughs> um, Nia Long is going to play Katherine Jackson. Really? In the Michael Jackson biopic. No shit. How do you feel about Nia Long doing Catherine? Wow. Okay. I'm. Can she pull it off like Angela? Yeah, Jackson? I think she can. I think, I she, think she can. I think she's gonna do really, really well. I um, I'm thinking of how her most recent thing that I have seen her in would have more or less been the the Best Man Holidays. Mm-hmm. And she was really good in that. She seemed like she was, like, refreshed and, like, having fun. I feel like this type of role for her to embody as Mrs. Catherine Jackson would be pretty pivotal. It's a big role. It is a role, a big role, and it it will have her to be a little bit more diverse. Yes, it's dynamic, for sure. she plays very much, like, very big, bold characters. Right, that's where so I'm getting at. to be at. a little bit more submissive mm-hmm. and a little timid from what we got from, like, the Jackson 5 American Dream with yes. Angela Bassett. Um, I, I wanted to see some range with her with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do have Coleman Domingo, who's going to play Joe Jackson. Can he play Joe Jackson? Absolutely. fucking lutely Do you hear really? that man's voice? You hear that man's voice? He has the voice, but, you know, I love me some Lawrence Hilton Jacobs who played the daddy in I, the American yeah. Dream. He played Joe Jackson. Okay, first off, you can't beat him. You can't man, beat I him. Man, I hated that man all the way up until like I was he able to. He is Joe Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I hate this man so bad. But I loved him coolie high and all that. So like, If you put him and Joe Jackson in face-to-face, like, it'd be like staring in the mirror for me. I was like, I didn't even know what Joe Jackson looked like. I only thought it was Fair Lawrence enough. Hilton Jacobs who but played I him. But I do believe that he can actually pull it off. I believe his, his sleekness... From his character Strand, uh, mm-hmm. from uh, what fear. was it, the fear of Walking Dead, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, his sleekness in his tongue was something that that uh, people said that like uh, Joe Jackson had. He had he had a silver tongue. He could get into rooms. He can you know put his kids uh, places. Okay. So I feel like he'll be able to swing that a little bit. And I'd imagine that the aggressiveness of him can be shown in a much more um, Verbose range. Okay. In in this type of film, it makes me excited. I like him. I'm gonna say this: Do we need another Michael Jackson biopic? I think we had the 15 goddamn American Dream. Michael Jackson. Fox yes. Washington played him with white face. Yes. You know I'm why? Over it. You know why we need it? Because because all those wrong. other ones are getting it wrong. Yeah. And in addition to that, the only one that did get it right decently enough would have been American Dream because that's the one yeah. everybody, at least in, in black culture, right? That's the one we refer to. Well, that's because they had a hand in it. Yes. You had like Jermaine Jackson's yes. son playing um his him in it. You they had like just uh some some. They could put their feet in it. Yeah, they had some say-so. And that matters. And I don't know. I believe the estate does have say-so in this one as well. I hope so. And uh, they have Jafar Jackson. Exactly, because Jafar is playing. So I'd imagine that it's going – 
they're picking the right people because they see those people in them. I'd imagine. So I, I feel like if you're going to do something for the Jackson Estate that has the Jackson Estate stamp on it, a lot of those other ones weren't stamped. A lot of those yeah, other ones aren't stamped. Uh, I don't know. I'm if just this tired has the it. stamp, it's going to be a, a something that's going to bring in, I feel like, the Jacksons as a whole into a new era for this new generation of kids and people, to be honest. So I guess it's Michael Jackson. We're just going to follow him versus the American Dream where we all follow Everybody. But I imagine his family is going to be in it, yeah. at least somewhat. So, and no, I, I don't imagine these new gener this this new generation of technical kids or whatever these streaming peoples are going to go cease uh or look up the American Dream versus watching this. Let me tell you about the American Dream. I watch that all the time. Me and my siblings, me and my brother, we have so many lines from that movie. You do, you do. I've like, heard all of you recite up. some. No one knows the American Dream the way I know it. <laughs> I'm just saying. So I'm looking for it's the Michael Jackson uh, biopic, but I'm looking to have a little bit from the American Dream. Just like I don't know. I just need more. I'm just tired of. I'm tired of these biopics for him. Yeah. Can well, we just lay him arrest and call it a day? I'm for it because it brings in uh, ushers in that music into this generation of. of Who you think gonna have it be in charge of the music? The estate. It's gonna be the estate, and I think if if it's if it's not going to be handled by the estate, they're going to have some major producer. There's people who did like Janet like Jackson that. stuff, maybe yeah. Babyface and yeah. stuff. He probably going to have a hand in that. I would imagine if you've worked on things and still alive back in those the day, yeah. they'll pull you in on it. Okay. I'd imagine so. I feel like if why not get the best cooks from each kitchen to be in on it? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? If you don't, you're giving a lackluster product in my opinion. All right. Um, also, uh, Coleman Domingo is going to play Nat King Cole. You did tell me that, and I am so interested to see how that's going to work. He co-wrote it, too. So he said he's been oh, working wow. on it for a while. So he's just biopic after biopic. Don't turn into a Jonathan Major and have some stuff, some scandal happen, <laughs> because you're coming up kind of fast, and I'm nervous for you, brother. Yeah, he's actually on a skyrocket. It's He's been on his trajectory. has been pretty fucking high and, yeah. and mighty, and I, I, I like seeing him. And, Nat King Cole. See, this is what I'm talking about. Because you're ushering in, this, maybe young people will go see this, but even bringing up the name or creating a movie is putting it back out there in the yeah. wild. So it's the same thing with the Michael Jackson film. I Did think. you ever watch the Natalie or what? You know, his daughter? Yes. The singer. Did you ever watch her little biopic she had? I didn't watch it, but I remember hearing about it. It was so good. Mm -hmm. It came around the American Dream type, VH1. Yeah, yeah. So. That was really good. So I would love to see what you know what uh, Coleman Domingo has in store for us. You have faith in him? I do. All right. I just get nervous when you get these successful black men who are doing it and they're coming up kind of fast. Yeah, you don't want to get Jonathan. I don't want another scandal. This is so stupid. Feel, that's sad that that's now become a verb. Don't get Jonathan Majors. Like. Oh, well, I'm saying it, but you know I'm coining the phrase. But yeah, I, I really hope I, I can see him doing major things. He got an Oscar nomination, so the sky's the limit. He's been doing stuff for years, but. He's kind of things that have Word. been coming up since Fear the Walking yeah, Dead yeah, and yeah. the Candyman. So I really hope he does really well. Right on, right on. Um, Dexter Darden, um, he was the one from Maze Runner. Okay. He's actually going to play Muhammad Ali in Kevin Hart's uh, heist thriller uh, Fight. What is it? Fight Night. Okay. Wait, I, he's playing Muhammad Ali in a heist? It's a heist thriller. Thriller. Fight Night. Fight Night. I'm not sure what to huh. expect. Are we. Fictionalizing history here—that's interesting. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. I've never even heard of this. Now I'm intrigued. Yeah. 
I think he he's so cute. I think he could play Muhammad Ali. Mm. He's gonna be good. He okay. he probably just has to go in the gym a little bit. Like he's he's built, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty sure he's playing like a young Muhammad Ali. Probably. So I would love to see that. I'm interested in where just by that description alone, I'm interested where they're gonna go with this because now yeah. I'm thinking like multiple boxers in an Ocean's Eleven situation, and I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. I know, right? It's like, heist thriller. Right. Fight night. Muhammad <laughs> Ali. Like, what? <laughs> it's like, what the hell is that this? That feels AI-driven if I've ever seen that before. <laughs> we'll have to see. You know, I'll be trying to give everybody the stuff ahead of time. Of so, course, of course. Um, There's a couple things I've seen when it came to, in the internet, came to uh, lethal injections and, mm-hmm. and people on death row. Mm-hmm. I saw this guy, Romel Brown. He is on death row, and he survived 18 lethal injections yes. because they couldn't find a viable vein? Yes. What the that hell? That would be your situation, technically. He is final <laughs> destination. It. Yeah, he, he skipped the line a few times. Uh, I don't that know if me. that's lucky, though. I don't know if I that's would feel lucky. That's scary as hell. Because that's got to be painful in one way. Painful, and then you're scared because you're like, this is the last day. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, shit. Uh, we'll get you tomorrow. Right. Fuck. Got to use more dynamite. <laughs> right, you know? That's me. Every time I go to get draw blood, they're like, yeah. oh, we can't find a vein. I'm like, I hate needles. Like, just get it over with. Find yeah. someone who's like, you can do it. <laughs> you know? end up looking like a heroin addict. Oh, my afterwards. gosh. <laughs> All pricked up, right. bro. <laughs> Did you see in Alabama mm. they carried out the first nitrogen gas mm. um, execution? Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Now they said Alabama still contests that it's the most humane way nitrogen of gas. yeah, but this man was shaking violently for like two minutes. Okay. See, the thing being is that uh, when you if you go underwater for long enough you build nitrogen in your blood Mm. right and even more so when you leave you have to leave at an extended extended periods of time or you you get the bent because the nitrogen would just expand out of your blood so that's not humane whatsoever Alabama down south Yeah, has Alabama ever gotten it right? Oh, let's be. <laughs> they said they still contest. They like this is the most humane way. But I was like, I don't know nothing about nitrogen gas and putting that in somebody's yeah, veins. Yeah, it's not good. And they said he was shaking. It was yeah. a twenty-two minute thing, and but he was. It took two minutes for him to die. But he, they said he was shaking violently. Yeah, uh, not fun. Uh, uh, when nitrogen expands in your blood, it feels like you are going to. First, and that's also because of the depth and pressure of the water. But just imagine just having that and being tied to a fucking machine or gurney or chair while you're getting right. That's disturbing. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) well, you don't have to get what you get. You know, you convicted of murder, so I don't know. You know, so I mean, that's a that's a that's a catch twenty two. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, you don't have to get what I. You know, if I have to shoot you up with ketchup and mustard, shit, whatever to do the job. Oh God! If you deserve it. Mm. Okay, so have you heard about this beef with Meg Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj? Of course, I've heard about that. You know me, hip hop historian yeah, so guy and all. What is it about the barbs that they just go from zero to one hundred and threatening to defile Meg Thee Stallion's mom's grave? Look, uh, the, the barbs are a particular special set of like subsection of a human flow. of human. Yeah, I would say that too. It's it's interesting how far people could take the fandom of something. You don't even know this woman. Right, and she doesn't know you either. She don't pay you to protect her? Not at all. You don't exist in most cases, way, shape, or form. Your money does. 
I, I just don't think um, any of that was warranted. Keep it rap. Keep now, it rap. Now, this is the thing. Some people think that it was a little bit of a publicity how do you say it? Publicity stunt? stunt? Yeah, because she's now going on tour. Megan Stallion has now announced that she's going on tour this summer. I don't think it's a so, publicity stunt. So, you know, sometimes when they do these stunts, the, you know, fans don't know. So they're like, they're going hard for whoever they love. Right. I really hope it wasn't and it went left because now they have to beef up security at the graveyard. Yeah. It's gross. I think it's these um, Gen Z's, I feel like, because have some respect. They don't, a lot of them don't have no older people and they like, to even want to mess with the dead, like leave the dead alone. Respect for the dead has been a long dying thing over over time for a while now. I've I've realized. I mean, there's a there's a difference between how you know people do things in our realm and in your King Von's, for instance. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, mm-hmm. the the Twitter murderer who will say it. You know what I'm saying? And tweet that shit out. So, oh, just like, like famous from uh, yeah. Rise of you know. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, telling on yourself. I don't think any of this should be a thing. I like the beef. Let's get that straight. I like the beef between those two entities, mm-hmm. right, Meg? They're really big Nikki. rappers. I love it. But keeping it rap is one single thing. You don't need to go and threaten with any way, shape, or form of defiling anything or a death threat to here. Yeah, because come on. It, does it need to extend that far? Already we've lost too many lives in hip-hop in general from right. things going way too fucking far. And I'm that person. I'm going to hell. You like, know what I, I mean? Fuck, the, uh, fuck Hollywood. <laughs> Meet me in the streets. How about that? What's the 411? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like no, I don't like that. Like I, I don't have a mom no more. So to somebody say some weird stuff like that, or I'm holding you, I'm holding you accountable for your fans. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't say nothing, yeah, then drop your location. Yeah, yeah. I, I can, I can, I can see where, where, where that feeling arrives from. Mm-hmm. I just, I always want to try to keep those types of things always willing to be in rap beef. You know, when things were in rap beef back in the day, like the things I miss, uh, back to back. Drake and Meek Mill, that era yeah. where, mm-hmm. you know, it could have got rowdy at the concert, but nobody got seriously hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're not or trying to go like all the way that. back we to, to go, Tupac and Biggie type yeah, shit. Yeah, defiling like, people's graves is crazy, or even threatening to do so. But, like, you're, you're crossing some boundaries. Keep it wrapped. Keep the bars coming. You know what I mean? And and smack each other on wax. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So do you want to tell the baby girls what we're going to be talking about? Today, since it is Black History Month. So it's more or less about the black experience. Yeah. Right? yeah. Growing up black. Growing up black. You know, you know, there's viewers who aren't black, and some yeah. people want to know. You know, they don't want to say it, but they're like, okay, what's the differences? Mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes I'll get people of different races, mostly like Caucasians. Caucasians. <laughs> who are like, oh, can I touch your hair? Oh, can you tell me about this? Oh, I never Bruh. knew. I've had that you know? plenty. <laughs> so we're going to talk about growing up black. Yeah. Okay, first thing I want to start with, just about being black. This is about what black movies haven't you seen? Oh. Because you know, like, you know... <laughs> Other races have seen certain things like Selena. They didn't see La Bamba. You didn't see Notting Hill. You didn't see Notting Hill. Runaway is a Bride. Crazy movie to pull out your pocket. I'm just saying, uh, my crazy rich Asian family. You know, everybody has in their race like movies that you have to watch or you get your card revoked, right? You get yes. your Asian card revoked. You get your Hispanic card revoked. Right. You get your black card revoked. 
what black movie have you not seen that you should have seen? That I should have seen. As being a black person. Being a black person. Oh. Do you want me to start? Yeah. I, okay. I, I'd have you start. Okay. Uh, what is it? Blue Hill Avenue? Oh, that one hurts because that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Alan Payne, right? <laughs> I have yeah. never seen. Alan Payne. Great fucking movie. Yeah. Or uh, Do the Right Thing. Really? Now, this is the thing. I've seen pieces. Okay. I, because I'm somebody who can catch on to stuff. Right. But I've never seen the movie. Okay. With, okay. Yeah. Do the right thing I've seen. Both of those I've seen. Crooklyn. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's because you all got a whole bunch of brothers and sisters. Yeah, right. You do. Living in the same household. I just say, are you kidding? That's the best Spike Lee movie ever. <laughs> now I'm judging you. I love how upset you are. I'm like, what the fuck? the dig at my family. I'm like, hold on, cut, cut, cut. No, this beautiful, bro. I wasn't so expecting you to say Crooklyn. Oh, yeah, Crooklyn. I, I, and you've talked about this plenty of times. It's been conversations. And if you've never, if you've ever noticed, shown you Crooklyn. if you've ever noticed, I just nod and agree with you whenever we talk about it. I have never seen that. I thought we watched it together. <laughs> no. That's we, okay. We you watched watch it, it with the children. We're going to watch it. Yeah, because I'm trying to give them some good <laughs> cultural, <laughs> the cultural black experience. Oh, the felt, uh, I feel attacked, and that was hilarious. What, yeah. Do you have any, another movie? Because I gave you two. Okay, so you did give me two, and the only one that I can think of that I've seen bits, just the smallest bits and pieces of, are the, um, oh, it's Belly. Belly. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Now, my mom had the DVD, mm-hmm. and I felt like it was a little bit forbidden for me to watch it back in the day. Yes. But I love Belly. Yeah, I... Only have seen bits and pieces in like key moments of them, right? Mm, okay. Just key moments of them, but it's not a full movie. I've actually sat down and watched it all. I've seen a full movie maybe twice, but then I've ended up having watching bits and pieces because you know how BET will overplay something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. So speaking of that beautiful segue, if you don't mind, uh, I have to say, what would get what movie, what black movie would get your black card revoked because it's overrated? You want me to go? Go ahead. Baby boy. I knew you were going to say baby boy. <laughs> I had it on the tip of my tongue. I was like, baby boy. Okay. Yeah. It was all, it's overrated because, again, with BET, they take these great black cinemas and then they just overplay it, just like Color Purple. You have to keep on seeing that. Or when Tyler Perry came into play. You hit that. I was going to say anything Tyler Perry is. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we done. Okay, we got enough. I get we supposed to, you know, you know, rock with some, you know, that unity. But it's too shit, much but, sometimes. Dog, sometimes it's too much. Yeah. Sometimes it's too much. Okay, okay, okay. What black food haven't you eaten? Ooh. Now, just for people who are not black and okay. they don't know about when I say black food, we're talking about the chitlins. This is all coming from the big, the pig, right? Go back to slavery when we weren't able to get certain good pieces of the meat. Yeah. And we had to have the scraps. So we, as black people, our culture, we were able to make uh, nothing a into feast. something. We were, right. we were able to make so, nothing into chitlins, something. So chitlins, ham hocks, pig feet, that yeah. type of thing. Hog what mogs. haven't you had? Hogmogs is one I have not had. I haven't had that either. What the hell is that? Uh, from what <laughs> I understand, I think it's part of the pig, but I don't. I couldn't tell you what fucking part. I don't know if a pig has a mog. <laughs> <laughs> Hog, okay, hogmogs, and what else do you think? All right, and uh, pig feet. Pig feet, yeah. So, my mom and my dad are both uh, country bumpkin people because they come from the south, right? Okay. And they grew up just eating and loving all that shit. 
And anytime my mom would make that at home, the house would smell ungodly. So I would never eat that. That's that's oh, like a shit. day. Like as a kid, I'd stand ten toes down on. No, I'm not eating dinner. You're gonna have to whoop me. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to. Uh, you gotta have to work for this ass whooping. Yeah, well, you come on and bring it, Mama. I'm going to bed hungry. I don't care. Okay, so I've had chitlins, and oh. that's the extent of oh. the real black food. Okay. I have not had. Let's say uh, like oxtails. Oh, interesting. I think that's more like Jamaican, but still, I, I haven't think, had oxtails. Yeah, be black. Yeah, and I haven't had pig feet. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I've that, had oxtail. It's a, it's it's it not for me. Good. Not for me. Okay. But it's Is good. It gamey. Yeah, a little bit. Hmm. Uh, and also kind of reminds me more or less like of a like a neck bone. Which is one that I don't eat very often either. Another black food I don't eat very often. I've had it. So I I've had it. I, I can't say it. Yet. I can't say I haven't had it. I've had it. It was good. <laughs> but also, I was a kid and I didn't know any better. Yeah. <laughs> don't judge me on that one, at least. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, that's what we would like to make during the holidays or mm-hmm. our family, grandmas, especially mm-hmm. pig feet, ham hogs, black eyed peas. Yeah, yeah. Are you a fan of the? The black eyed peas? Not really. Me either. Yeah, I've had it a couple times. I was like, not for me. What are you not a fan of when it comes to soul food? I would say probably the black eyed peas. Um, I'm not a big fan of like uh, sweet potato pie. Okay, okay. Because I, I don't like pie. Sorry. It hurts me. You know, yeah. you know it hurts deep down. I'm not so. really. Yeah. So um, if, if people say, oh, do you want pumpkin pie? If I really don't like sweet potato pie and that's the better version, I'm not going to eat your nasty ass pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's probably what I won't eat. If that's the extent, I can eat most things. Not a fan of the the black eyed peas. Um, I'm truth be told, I'm not gonna eat everybody greens either. I'm not gonna eat everybody. I don't greens. either, but greens be slapping. Greens slap. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna eat everybody greens. Okay. Now, okay. So this is something that it I feel like was legit in black and brown households. Okay. Getting a whooping. <laughs> now we all have friends that are white that didn't get a whooping. Yes. Do you feel like a whooping <clears throat> was something that we needed when you look back on us being <laughs> a black man, being a black woman, and things could happen? <laughs> Do you think whoopings were called for? In oh, the okay. <clears throat> yes, one thousand percent. Beat your kids. Not beat your kids. Be, no, no, beat your kids. <laughs> but look. As parents, we don't even do that no more. I mean, to an extent, it stops at a certain point, mm-hmm. right? Because they become people. Yeah. <laughs> and their feelings. But when they're vegetables, you got to kind of train them in a certain way. I, I, I'm only saying that it, jokingly, of course. But, like, truth be told, I do feel like the discipline that I got from them, like, from the whoopings, in most cases, because I was really genuinely yeah. fucking up, I deserved it. Yeah, that shit helped. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. What about this? This is the for my black girls, because mm. you know, with other races, this they don't do this. Us having to wear scarves to protect our hair. <laughs> the the night before, the first day of school, the night before yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Scarves and and your French hats. Okay. This is the thing. When you a little black girl and you go to go um, do a sleepover at your friend's house that's not black, mm. it's always a question of why are you putting that scarf what, on what your is head. That? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why are you putting that scarf on your Because I can't wake up and just brush it with uh, the, one of those combs and then call it a day. Yeah, those things that just roll over your I, head. Yeah, yeah. Just, well, I'm going to be frustrated and crying all day if I have to fix my hair. <laughs> it's very hard to deal with yes. 
our hair. It is. So we try to do it the day before, a week before. We really do protective styles. I feel like you have to understand that like, like black women's hair is a journey within itself. Yeah, it's it a lot. is a journey within itself, and it's something that every black woman is affected by. It. And so, you, if you are with a black woman, you have to pay special attention to that. Yeah. To be honest, it is a thing, and I mean, it's it's beautiful, but. Beauty is pain, as they say. Yeah. Um, have you ever had anyone, like someone white or someone in a different race, that says, can I touch your hair? Yes. Did you let them touch your hair? Yes. Did you feel offended that they touched your hair? No, but I was, like, interested into what their response is going to be like after. So that's the only reason why I allowed it. So I was I like, have to I say, wonder. I'd say this. You don't have 4C hair, so... <laughs> 4C is crazy. Oh, only the real girls know what that I'm talking about. But you'll have 4C hair. Your hair is a little bit more silkier, so yeah. it, they will feel a little bit more like, oh, okay, it's yeah. kind of like mine. If it's a curly, yeah. somebody who has really like deep curls, they'll be like, oh, it feels like mine. Yes. With mine, I've had white women say, can I touch your hair? Some I say no. It all depends on my mood. <laughs> when I was younger, I'd be like, no, you're not fucking touching my hair. Like, you're going to have to dream about it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> or get a black doll and feel the kid doll. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Um, as older, I was like, well, you know what? It is my job to educate people. And sometimes people just like, they're really, some people are dying. They've been waiting 50 years, 60 yeah. years just to, touch, <laughs> just to touch this luxurious hair of mine. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, go I ahead. Yeah. And, you know, be, not everybody going to want you to do that, though. So. Yeah. That's that's. Uh, I'm okay with educating people and stuff like that. I'm okay like with it too. I'm okay with educating people to, to a degree. It can't be weird, but like I've had that done where I was like, yeah, and they've told me like, oh my god, it's not what I've imagined it, and I'm like, okay, so what have you imagined? And then we go from, I've heard things from like scrubby brush brushes to <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> wool and more shit. So I'm like, no, and don't say that in public. Go like, punch you in the motherfucking face. <laughs> Um, I was going to say, did you ever have, well, what was I going to say? Did you ever have anyone at you, like, if you were mixed with anything, mm -hmm. because maybe you're lighter? Yes. Okay. So yes. they couldn't uh, fathom you just being, like, completely black? Well, yeah. And, I mean, they would write and asking, because, I mean, yes. But, like, yeah, uh, it, particularly uh, conversations uh, with um, my like y European family, you know, okay. the, the, the Serbian family mm -hmm. or whatever. So that was an interesting thing. So to like break down, like, no, see, we just don't. We all we come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. Like, yeah, we're, there's we're a range yeah. of, of shit. We can be as wet as you, ma, or <laughs> as dark yeah. as seal. <laughs> so you know, yeah. Sometimes yeah. depending, some people think like if you were just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You always I, have to be. I, it, and it's been multiple times in, in throughout my life, especially when I was younger, when I had like longer hair mm -hmm. and shit like that, and they were like, "Well, what is he?" You know, you know what? I, I and correct me if I'm wrong. For my people who are in the UK, I always feel like I get two types of black people in a sense uh -huh. that either I see on me social media or mm. on TV, they're either the darker ones who you could tell they come from African descent and yes. they came to the UK. Correct. Or they were mixed. Like their mom is white and their dad is African. Yes. You know, you don't ever see anyone that's like, um, I don't know what to I don't know how to say it. I mean I, we're from America so we're just African Americans. Yeah. yeah. But when they're in the UK it's like African. Yeah. 
you is that African English? or you're African? Or is that like what would it's you call that? You're not mi- you're mixed or you're like straight African? Yeah, but, what is, I mean, I would love someone to like educate yeah, me on that who's from the UK, you. but I always see like I either get one or the other. Shout out to the so, UK listeners. Yeah, so <laughs> um, this is one thing as a black woman that I get. It's yeah. so fun, even now. Mm. So if I get braids or if I wear a wig or if I go natural. So say I go natural and I haven't been natural in a couple months. Yes. I wear my natural hair. They're like, oh, my God, did you cut your hair? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, so yeah, funny yeah. when yeah. people say that because they're not – they don't know that yeah. I can put a wig on. I can get braids. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can do so many different things. My black is beautiful. I can do so many different things with my hair. Mm-hmm. Or when I get uh, a wig or I get braids, oh, my God, like, did you dye your hair? Mm-hmm. I don't like uh, – I mean – we're 2024. It's so funny how so many people could be as uh, uh, ignorant, yeah. you know, and it's bliss. You yeah. know what I mean? They're just like really. It's it comes from a, a sense of like it's real genuine, right? It's like yeah, they like, you really dye yeah, your hair. You just grew your hair overnight. Yeah, just, like all my black girls out there who know what I'm talking about. We all have. The people I've talked to, we all have had that yeah, situation. Yeah, you're one of those push-down Play-Doh dolls. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, your <laughs> hair grew. And I'm like, yeah, it grew overnight. Yeah, it's beautiful serum. Right, like, <laughs> what the hell? Uh, <laughs> okay, I want to kind of go back to parenting. How do you feel like growing up in a black household, it has influenced your parenting? Mm. Do you take anything from growing up in the black experience in the household to... How we talk and our mannerisms throughout our house kind of carried from my house, and I feel like a mixture of yours as well. Like there is a sense of like, like my like I feel like my kids can go to any other black person in America and basically have a conversation with them. Like we they know universally how to be us in a way. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's so hard to explain that, but it's it's passing down that level of like blackness if i got you will. one for you okay so with black moms and dads most yes. mostly black moms do you take any of the phrases that your mom would say like uh you got any mcdonald's money <laughs> now i don't know if that just only happens in black households but i mean i'm black so i'm just telling you my experience Listen, you got do you use that uh i've used it a couple of times what about uh, shut up for I'll give you something to cry about? I've heard you use that. Have <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, Jesus. I've heard you use that. I've never used that. You, I've heard Well, what that. have you used from your mom or dad that you're oh, like, oh, god damn. I, I mean, I, I don't really, I've never really used any of their actual phrases, I don't believe. Oh, except if there were like things that were like, they, they weren't necessarily culturally. Uh, representative. It was okay. something outside of that. So those don't really count. I never really used any of my parents' real phrases, to be honest. I've always been off the, off the, you know, the top of the dome, to okay. be honest, with most of my things. And probably the reason why most of those things fail. <laughs> but okay. whatever. What is, what is some things you've seen at someone who's not black, like you went to your friend's house that's yeah. white or Hispanic or something like Asian. Yeah. What have you seen them get away with that you know as um, a black mom or dad would not let you get away with slamming doors, first oh. name calling. That shit's weird. Also, like, like calling you your mother Mary is like, yo. So you've heard that? What? Yeah, I've heard that. Damn. That type of stuff. Uh, like taking their car, like not asking, just taking. And then oh, wow. the the parents just basically have to accept that. You know what I mean? Like I'll be back later, mom. 
I've seen fighting. Like fighting, I've fighting seen. Your parents. I'm I like, fight, fighting, I I've will seen. be back with at the pearly gates if oh, yeah. I tried that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We be re- rebooting life as we or did. cursing. Like let's say in elementary school, going to a friend's house, you're like, shut the fuck up, mom. You like, I'm like, what? Uh, uh, yeah. The part I, when me just saying shh. <laughs> I would have been knocked out. Yeah. Did you try attempt to think? I'm all about now that I'm a parent of like gentle parenting, but there's a limit. Yeah, it's it's very it's it's a weird balance that you have to keep. Very much so because it was very hardcore parenting in my childhood, and I did adopt, but a lot of those uh, of those things for myself they made me harder. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It made me more. I'm more or less able to deal with certain shit. But I've also learned tools to better learn and teach that lesson. Mm-hmm. So I'm using those to like delineate that information to my children. Uh, it's it's rough growing up in black households sometimes. Yeah. And, and, I mean, America hasn't really made it the greatest for us anyway. Now, so. I'm not trying to say that all white houses, they'd be like letting their kids cuss and stuff like yeah. that. But, you know, just how they have stereotypes with us, it's like, I just, it's I can only thing go I what see. I see. It's, it's, all, it's a lot of the stuff I see. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff I've seen. I'm like, dang, I couldn't even You know, there's one thing that. that I have that is, is interesting in those types of households, like, what's different, is you don't see children running around very often in black households. In most cases, in a lot of cases, you sit the fuck down. Don't you go in here and touch nothing. Don't ask for nothing. And don't I know, say nothing. But, I, yeah, I know that the... I guess like it's a perception that we are just all rowdy kids. Yeah, we're not like that. Oh no, no, because no, mama's. I, I want to have to get in the way fight with my mom's. <laughs> she well, my ass. You in a house with a whole bunch of kids. It's like enough is enough. They go the belt. Yeah, come out. but I mean, if you look at like when we watch uh, What Thousand Pound Sisters and how uh, uh, Amy's kids are always running around constantly, it's like nobody really want to wrangle them yeah, in. Like, if you guys ever watched a thousand pound sister lately, it's really been irking my nerves with Amy. Like she's so overwhelmed. I'm like, you were a single mother when you was with Michael. If, if y'all know what I'm talking about, right? But like, I'm like, pop him or pop him sometimes. Right. Like he doesn't. He's a baby, so he doesn't. But hitting him his leg when he's trying to hit or he's not listening, you have to train them. Who yeah. gonna, you gonna stay home for the rest of your life and never go out and have a good meal? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. The right. kids are not gonna stress me out. So sometimes you're gonna have to pop them a little bit, hit their hands, hit their legs, and then they'll learn that oh, I can't, I do can't that. do that. I can't cry like I cry for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. You. Know, I'm not saying beat your kid, but there is a little bit of a popping. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm saying beat your kid. No, you the hell you not. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, I hate seeing that. You know, even in some grocery stores where you see yeah. the kids the running around and I'm things. Like, oh. That's those are definitely those differences in, in between those types of households, I yeah. would say. For sure. For sure. Well, do you have any last words of wisdom before we head out about the black experience or growing up black? Uh reach out to your nearest uh friendly neighborhood black person. Happy uh Black History Month. Wish it to them. And uh, stay safe this month, huh? Yeah. Let's stay safe this month. Also, any football fans, are y'all rooting for the Chiefs or the 49ers? Now, I know people would think because I'm from the West Coast, I should be rooting for the 49ers. But I actually want the Chiefs to win. Mm. So this is their second year in a row going to the Super Bowl. And it's going to be out here. I'm going to try to sneak in, you know, because I can't pay for them tickets. Sports get ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you guys tell me who you guys are for, 49ers or the Chiefs. Uh-huh. Remember, we drop our new episodes every Friday on all streaming platforms, audio-wise. And please catch us on YouTube at Ideally Though Pod on Sundays. Please like, subscribe, 
hit that bell button share it and we will catch you next week bye